Hello everybody and welcome to the United Stand. Manchester United 2, PSG 1. The second best side in the world. Defeated in their own backyard by Manchester United, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And I tell you what, I'm absolutely... I've just been going around the garden going, Woo! 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 I think the neighbours think Ric Flair's moved in. It's absolute. Look, it's a fantastic performance. But I just want to say this. You know, a lot of people say you're the king of the anal analogies and all that. I don't know about that. But I do have one that really brings home to what Manchester United did tonight. I think since the days of Sir Alex Ferguson, we've been we've not been clinical enough. We've not been we've been too nice. And I saw Manchester United tonight all over the pitch, whether it was the defenders, the goalkeepers, the midfielders, the attackers, all over the pitch, hard, clinical, believers. It's like for Manchester United, I think, you know, if you take Neymar as the example of PSG tonight, he's lost his ball in the nettles and he's reaching in to get them. And Manchester United, for too long, they help Neymar get his ball back. They stop him falling in. And tonight, I think we shoved him in the nettles and we filmed it to put it on social media. We were arseholes. We were clinical. We were winners. And I think for too long, we've got into positions and we backed off. You know, severe in the Europa League. We should have won. We should have beaten severe in the Europa League like we beat PSG tonight. We were too bloody nice. We weren't switched on. We didn't focus. Tonight we did. Tonight we kept going. I felt with 15 minutes to go, I even tweeted it. I can see what's going to happen here because we deserve to win, but you can just tell they're going to get a dodgy penalty, a bit of brilliance. They're going to win it 2 1. Neymar's going to be there, you know, over the moon, and we're going to be sat here going, we should have won that. We weren't clinical enough. But the great thing was. Marcus Rashford had three chances in that game, maybe even four, where he's got past, he's got into a good position, he's made the wrong decision, he's been caught up, he didn't make the pass to Martial, all wrong decisions. And then at the end, he keeps going and he does it. And that's what a winner is. That's what a winner is. You keep going. Bruno could have squared it to Martial, just got it wrong. Martial bloody heads into his own goal. Doesn't take away from what was a fantastic performance from Manchester United, where we worked ridiculously hard. And that is a big result. I was at the point where I was like, if we draw, we've got a point, we've got to play him back at Old Trafford. It's still a really good result. There's so many positives to take from that result. But we didn't. We shoved them in the nettles. We did film it. We've gone viral because we went for the kill. And I tell you what as well. If you don't know football, or you do know football, and we'll do the player ratings in a minute, because this is going to be the best player ratings we've ever done. You can do them on the UnitedStand.com. Mark them out of a 10. Six is average. Put star next to your name. Submit your scores. We'll do it in a few minutes. But I was at, you know, I was in awe of what Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and his coaches did today. I was in awe of it. I was absolutely in awe of it. Um, Karen, Karen Moore says, Mark slandering Rashford all game. A new steps up. Let Martial sit on the bench to go on. Caramore, you're a twat. You're an absolute twat. I don't slander Marcus Rashford. I've never called him Trashford. I've always said he can be a decent player. He had a he, he made bad decisions in that game. But I said I would never have took him or Martial off because who are you going to bring on? Agalo or Dan James? Martial and Rashford were a threat. They were scared of Martial and Rashford. The frustrating thing was we didn't use, we weren't clinical enough. We actually should have won that game 4-1. We should have won it 4-1. We were not clinical enough. Bruno, Martial, Rashford a lot of times. Didn't say take them off. We had them on the ropes and eventually Rashford did what he needed to do. I would never have took him off. It's not slandering. It's not hating. It's being it's being a fan of the club and it, and, it, and it's, it's it's knowing that we should have won that game and feeling that we might let it, let it slip. And we didn't. We shoved them in the nettles and we didn't do that. So 
I'm over the moon. Absolutely over the moon with that. But what I really want to say is, tactically, I thought we were superb. I've, 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 I've fought against this for weeks. Fought against it for weeks. I remember after the Brighton game when we won with that Bruno penalty and I celebrated it and people were like, oh, I'm not celebrating that. He's a PE teacher. He's got no tactics. And it's difficult when you've had a bad result to defend something that to me is very obvious. That he does have tactics. You might not think that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the man for Manchester United. And you might well get proved right. Look, I said it after the Newcastle game. Great result. But if you lose to PSG, they're all going to be back. Great result tonight. But if we lose to Chelsea, they're all going to be back. It's going to take more than a brilliant result against Newcastle and PSG to get some of these Ollie outers back. I accept that. But what I would always say to these Ollie outers, and some of them are very hardcore, is that it becomes an agenda, it becomes about being right, and it becomes about hate. And it makes you blind to the obvious. When you say he's got no tactics, and when you say he's a PE teacher, you out yourself as a prat. Pure and simple. Capital P. Because I've not watched a game in football for a very long time where tactical setup was so obvious from the first minute and then a complete change with 25 minutes to go. It's the most, it's almost like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer sat there with Carrick and everyone went, you know what? I actually want to expose all those people who think I've got no tactics. How do we do it? All right, we're going to play with a back five. We're going to not play Pogba. We're not going to play Mata. We're not going to play Van Der Beek because we can't play them. We're going to play a back five with wing backs. We're going to play two CDMs, one attacking midfielder and two quick strikers. So you can only play Bruno in that system because you can't play Pogba as a CDM. You can't play Van Der Beek as a CDM. You can't play them as wing backs. You can't play them up front. We're going to set up with a system in place, a tactical system. And I heard people saying, well, Mata should play. Well, where's he going to play? Right wing back. That was a tactical setup and it worked. But then... With 65 minutes gone, he takes Tellez off. We go to a back four. We go to a diamond in the midfield with McTominay, Fred, Pogba, Bruno. And we absolutely suffocate the life out of PSG. They couldn't get through us. We dominated that midfield. We absolutely squeezed the life out of them and deserved to win it. And we went from one tactical system that worked to treat to another tactical system that was even better. It was an absolute tactical masterclass. Now, I'm not saying Oli's going to win Premier League titles, and I'm not going to say he's going to win the Carabao Cup. But what he did do today against PSG is absolutely masterminded them in their own backyard with very, very good players. And look, you've got to have the players to do it. And I thought the mobility of Manchester United today, the vocality of Manchester United today, the mindset of Manchester United today was on a different level. If Fred plays like that every week, he's one of the best midfielders in Europe. Bruno was a, was a leader. Wan Bissaka was one of the best right backs in the, in Europe again. Tellez looks brilliant. Luke Shaw goes from left left sided centre back to left back seamlessly. Lindelof looked a different player. I don't want to talk about Harry Maguire. I don't want to talk about players that didn't play. But the mobility of Manchester United tonight and Twan Sebi, ah, oh, I didn't I didn't think he could play. He's not played for a year. Absolutely magnificent performance from Twan Sebi. So. Rashford and Martial, look, you can be critical of them, but they terrified that PSG defence. Martial won a penalty, Rashford won the game. Pogba came on, didn't look sulky, looked motivated, wanted to get on the ball and had a really good 25 minutes. Bruno was, was the leader. Fred was amazing. I think even McTominay, when he got the yellow card, I think before the yellow card, McTominay looked a little bit all over the place. Once he got the yellow card, he, he focused. He was like, I can't make a bad tackle now. And it focused him and he had a really good game after that. 
Um, Mark predicted Rashi to score, so don't say he was saying Trashford, but well done, the boys, says Kian. Uh, great result tonight. Biggest gains are Twan Sebi at centre-back and Fred at CDM. Well done, Ollie, says Chris. Wambasaka, man of the match. The hair was superb. Axel was a wall. Pogba was key at the end. Marcus Rashford, MBE. Chef's kiss. Great game all round. Doesn't it feel good to love being a Manchester United fan and have something back in Paris? It feels good, doesn't it? This is what it's all about. But you know what? The biggest lesson of this is, fuck it. We're going for Chelsea now. Let's not do what we did. Small club mentality. We went to Paris 18 months ago and Rashford scored a penalty. And we treated it like we'd won the Champions League. The team we've got now is better. The team we've got now is in a better position. And the way we beat Paris was better. The way we beat PSG was better. We, was, we did a smash and grab and we celebrated it like we'd won a cup. We got knocked out in the quarterfinals by, by Barcelona. We were shit. We didn't even get top four. But we celebrate that night in Paris. And to be honest, for me and some people, that game's always been an irritant. Because it was like... Oh, everyone remember the night in Paris? Yeah, I do. We played pretty shit. We smashed and grabbed it. It was nice at the time, but we were knocked out the next round. It wasn't something to be proud of as a Man United fan because PSG played better than us. They had loads of chances. We just smashed and grabbed it. Tonight, we forget that night. Tonight, we went to Paris with a team that played them off the park at times, but went toe-to-toe -to -toe with them. And if anybody, if any Juventus fan, by Munich fan, Liverpool fan, any fan around the world watched that, and a lot of them would, they'd say, United deserve to win that. They played really well. They tactically set themselves up well. Individual players played well. They played as a team. They were mobile. They deserve to win. So screw the March Paris win and the Rashford penalty. Conceal it in history. Forget about it. Because that was not what we did tonight. Tonight we won and we played well and we deserve to win. That's an evolution. That's progress. That's what's important to me. Hey, mate, two games, eight goals. We scored them all, even theirs. PSG just got bossed. Boys were great tonight. Great ref too. Pierre Luigi Kalina, says Mark War. We don't miss Maguire. I'm loving the result tonight, says Michael Southcombe. And Fred was outstanding. We're so much better in possession and far more balanced when he starts. He's won Pogba's spot in midfield, and deservedly so, says Tommy Vincent. I want to slap the hell out of those who said Oli is clueless. Uh, says Anish, with no tactics, always gets team selections wrong. Calling them Prats is an insult to Prats. Oli haters now football only from FIFA. Uh, Neymar was in Fred's pocket, says Aditya. Let's praise Oli as against big teams he gets a result, says Ricky Malkin. Oli in, Oli out. The man deserves credit for instilling belief in all his players, says Krish. I can't believe how brilliant our bat line was. Uh, maybe Lindelof wasn't the weak centre-back, says De Gea is a diff. And website is down, Mark can't vote, says Govind. And what a game, absolutely delighted, says Amarel. And welcome to the Members Club, Jack Jacob Brasovsky. And uh, thanks for the super chat, Vladimir Koshyshev. Uh, please subscribe to the channel if you're new, by the way. I think we're very close to 880,000. The website is down, and I apologise about that, but I can still do the player ratings. Um, tactical brilliance. Clinical when we needed to be. Um, we were so mobile. Um, we should have won 4-1. You know what? I'm actually going to do this because I'm going to enjoy doing this. If I'm picking at it... We weren't clinical enough. Bruno, Martial, Rashford, Pogba. At times, we just weren't clinical enough. We should have won. We should have won by more. Like, Rashford could have had a hat-trick in that game. So, look, I'm over the moon. You you can't nitpick about winning against Paris Saint-Germain. They're Champions League runners-up in their own ground. Mbappe and Neymar and Di Maria played. All right, they had a few injuries, but so did we. And 
we didn't have a transfer window either. So absolutely fantastic. Over the moon with it. Really, really good. Let's do the player ratings then. Um, I should be able to do the player ratings. Yep, okay. So, um, look, I think the great, great thing for me tonight is that um, so many players played so well. And you're going to have to think about this and bear with me. David De Gea actually made... Four brilliant saves today. So it's an eight for me, David De Gea. 8.3 for you. Yeah, probably could have gone a bit higher. He was absolutely fantastic today, David De Gea. Uh, Warren Basaka. I mean... Oh, God. Ten. I, I, I can't think... Of, I, I know ten's hard, but... Is it hard to give a ten? Like, is it hard to give a ten? Because there's no game harder than that. PSG... Champions League in Paris against Neymar and Mbappe. Never put a foot wrong. Blocked, tackled, personal problems off the pitch. I don't. I think it was a flawless performance. I actually cannot criticise Aaron Wan-Bissaka's performance. I think it was absolutely flawless. So to me, it's a 10 um, because I can't think of anything that he did wrong. I thought he was absolutely back to his best in the last two games. And I don't know where he's been. I do, know, I do not know where wan has been, but the last two games he's been brilliant. He needs to keep that up. I told you, Mark, Bruno is captain. He was a real leader on the pitch for us tonight. Axel was outstanding. De Gea was a wall. Rashford, Tellez, Fred all played their hearts out today. Glory, glory, Man United, says Enzo. Tactical masterclass from Oli. Tellez off of Rapogba was a worry, but he plays him in his favourite position and he sits down all the PSG midfield, says Timmy. And the team attitude and intensity mirrored the captain. That's what it's about. Great win. You know, I think, uh, imagine being pocketed by Lindelof, says Aiden G. I think that's a really good point as well. Um, a very good point as well is that, you know, the captain's a very important position. And I thought I felt that the team mirrored the captain. And, and, and look, the other captain is a different, slow, not very vocal player. Um, I think Twan Sebi's got to get a nine. I, I'm probably being a little bit generous, but I'm looking at the opposition and I'm looking at that side of the pitch. Twan Sebi and Wan-Bissaka dealt with Neymar and Mbappe all game. They're two of the best players in the world. And they didn't quite get pocketed because you don't quite pocket those players. But they did deal with them numerous times. So I think a nine for Twansebi is very, very fair. Lindelof, um, I'd probably give him an eight. 7.5 for you. So yeah, let me just check what you've given. 8.3 to De, uh, De Gea, I give him an eight. 8.6 to Wan-Bissaka, I give him a ten. 8.3 to Twansebi, I give him a nine. 7.5 for Victor Lindelof, you gave him an 8. Um, 8 for me for Luke Shaw, 7.6 for you. I mean, I thought Luke Shaw was fantastic. Left side centre-back, I think, is probably his best position. But then he went to left-back and did really well as well. Tellez, uh, probably 7.5, but I'll give him an 8. Whoa, bang on. Yeah, I, I, you could go 7 or 8 with Tellez. He came off a little bit early, but I think in the first 45 minutes, I was just very impressed with him. He's almost he's almost like the Bruno signing at left back. He came in and it had an instant impact, and I, I I think we almost felt he would do that. He came in, showed experience, confidence, class on the ball, brilliant at set piece delivery. He looks at he looks like he's going to be a fantastic player for us. And having Luke Shaw there as well, you know, we we know Luke Shaw can't stay fit all the time, but he can also play different positions. We're blessed. Um, McTominay, seven for me, which is 6.7 for you. Look, six is average. He was better than average. He had a good game, Scott McTominay. But I can't give McTominay a seven and then give what I'm going to give to Fred, which is an eight, which is what you've given as well. So McTominay was very good, but he wasn't quite on a level of Fred. So I'd give Fred an eight and McTominay a seven. 
Bruno captaincy um, played really, really well. I mean, I don't think he had his best game on the ball. He was very intelligent with the ball. He gave it away a couple of times, had a couple of silly shots. But I thought the little intricate passing, he made a lot of recovery tackles. He, as From a captain's point of view, he was brilliant. He didn't have his best game, but I thought he was very intelligent. I think, I think the captaincy suited him. He played with more responsibility. So it's an eight for me, eight from you as well. Uh, Marcus Rashford, look, I mean, to be honest with you, Marcus Rashford gets an 8 for me, but his overall game wasn't that good. He was a bit wasteful. In the first half, his passing was off. In the second half, he was getting in positions and he wasn't doing it. But I give him an 8 because it's about... He's a striker, and a striker is always judged on scoring goals and winning games. He didn't have a great game, Rashford, and I think if it had finished 1-1, I probably would have given him a 6 or a 7. But the goal was brilliant, and the confidence to still hit the goal... And remember, he also brought a good save from Navas as well. So I think Rashford's well worthy of his eight. Uh, Martial, probably a seven. Um, I mean, that I think that's a bit ridiculous. 6.2 is a bit reactionary, really. He won the penalty. He terrified their defence. Um, the own goal was unfortunate, but the, ultimately... I don't think he was. I don't think he was bad, Martial. To be honest with you, Pogba seven. I thought he did a good job when he came on. Van der Beek, I mean, just going to give him a six. He was not on the pitch long enough. Uh, same for Dan James, just give him a six. And Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, I'm going to give Ole Gunnar Solskjaer um, a nine, 8.7. I mean, that, to me, you just got to clap Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I think that, and he gets my man of the match as well. I think that, um, I know I know, not everyone else is going to give Ole Gunnar Solskjaer a man of the match, and I'll submit my score and I'll show you who the man of the match is. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer today, absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant that's what you want from your manager and i tell you what we go into that chelsea game now and i'm like oh my god if we can get something against chelsea now is ollie gonna Solskjaer suddenly gonna go on some sort of crazy run again he likes to go on runs we've beat newcastle we've beat psg let's beat chelsea let's beat leipzig let's beat arsenal let's beat everton let's have an international break and see where we're at we've got to go on a run now the players have got to respond. I think the dropping of Pogba has worked brilliantly. It's allowed people like Fred to blossom. I think, you know, we've got Cavani to come in. Tellez has had some minutes now. wan back to his best. Luke Shaw, Lindelof are doing really well. De Gea looks brilliant in goal. There's so many positives to work from. And I think, you know, normally you'd look at it and you'd go, oh, shit, no Martial on Saturday. But I think we look at it and go, you know what? We've got so many options. There's so many ways we can play. Cavani will be available for that game. We, we've got a bit of a squad. And, you know, what I would say again is just because things are going well, let's not... I'm going to do I'm going to do the man of the match. I'm going to do the man of the match. Don't worry. But let me just say this. We've got ne nearly 70,000 people watching. Smash a like on the video if you are watching. Let's see if we can get 10,000 likes. But I do want to just say this. It's really important to say this. Ed Woodward... The board and the Glazers, you should feel ashamed tonight. You won't. You'll be really happy. You should feel ashamed tonight because that transfer window you offered up was a shambles. And just because we've had a good result, I'm not going to forget this. That, sham that shambolic transfer window, the, tr the Premier League's there for the taking this year. It's there for the bloody taking. And look, we've just beaten the runners-up in the Champions League. Imagine if you'd bought the centre-back and Sancho that you were meant to bloody buy. Your incompetence is undermining what we can achieve. We may well achieve great things this season, but we're going to do it with two arms tied behind our back because you didn't dip your fingers in your pocket because you're too interested in a Euro European Super League. We didn't back our manager this summer. We didn't. 
And it's a bloody disgrace because look at what that manager's done tonight against PSG. Look at what those players have done tonight without real backing. You've sent us to war with breadsticks and bloody poppadom shields. And we've produced a result like that. Imagine what we could have done if you dipped your hands in your pocket again. And we shouldn't forget that. It's still a very important thing. Because you'll have Rio on BT Sports and you'll have everyone going mad on Twitter. And I'm really, really happy. And I'm, I thought Ollie's done a great job. The players have been fantastic. But let's not let them off the hook. Their incompetence is nothing to do with what we've achieved tonight. We've done it despite that board. They didn't do enough in the transfer window. They didn't back a team that deserved Champions League football and finished third. And they should be not sat there tonight going, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you are making this season very hard. There's a Premier League that we could win. We could have won it. I know that sounds speculative, but we didn't back the manager. And we've done, look what we've done tonight. Look what we've done tonight. And they choose not to back that manager financially. It's poor. It's really poor. Um, but look, I want to vote for my man of the match. Uh, my man of the match is going to be Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Maybe it won't let me devote Ole as man of the match. Uh, okay, I will vote for Wan-Bissaka as my man of the match. Oh, here we go. Here we go. 34% of you voted for Wan-Bissaka as your man of the match. I mean, look, there could have been a few. You could have gone with you could have gone with Fred. You could have gone with Twansebi. You could have gone with I think it's one of those three to be honest. It's Fred. It's Fred, um, Wan-Bissaka, or um, or Twansebi for me. They were superb. And look, I just want to give a special shout out for Twansebi. He's not played for a year. A year ago, I can tell you now, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer was looking to drop Lindelof for Twansebi and playing with Maguire. Twansebi got an injury and he was out for a year. If he can stay fit, and it's a massive, massive, massive if, if he can stay fit at this club, then he can be an absolutely fantastic player for them, um, for Manchester United. But it is, it's, I don't want to run away with it. I don't want to run away with it because if he stays fit, he can be world class. And I'm sure Ferdinand's saying that on BT now and I'm sure other people are going to say it. But I don't want to put too much pressure on Twansebi because in the last six months of his Villa loan, he got injured. And then he came back to United and he got injured. So it can happen again. Um, and and that, that could be a problem for us in the future. But look, I'm, I'm so happy with that Manchester United performance tonight. Um, I, I want to continue the conversation, of course. Uh, please smash a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are new. Um, make sure you click the link in the video description as well. Let me make sure if it's there. Live fan reaction show. So Flex and KG have just gone live now. They've got guests on the show. I'm going to pop on there as well. They're going to be talking more about it. So the conversation doesn't end. It continues on the fan reaction show. We've also got uh, fan cams to come from Ricky on holiday and all that. Let's get over and raid the Flex and KG match reaction show. It's on the homepage or it's through the link in the video description. I still don't think they know what raid means. But thanks everyone for watching. That's a memorable night. It's a memorable result. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm so, so, so pleased with it. Let's enjoy it. Let's back the manager. Let's back the players. Even if the board doesn't want to. That is bloody brilliant. That's a big statement. But, 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 I'll say what I said after the Newcastle game. We're only as good as our last result. We've got Chelsea on the weekend. We've got to take it back into that as well. We've got to take it into that. Consistency's always been the problem. Right, let's go over onto the uh, match reaction show with Flex and KG. Links in the video description or you can go through the homepage. Thanks for watching. I'll speak to you in a bit.